Hello and welcome to the number one podcast in all of Fentress County and the city of Jamestown, Tennessee, and the small, small city of Allert, Tennessee, Ramblings from Nowhere. Joining me as always this week is my esteemed, much-missed co-host, I've missed him because I haven't got to talk to him in a while, Mr. Clay Dodson. What about Pow Mau? Pow Mau, their voices need to be they, heard, right? They don't even count as a city. It's they just, don't? They have, they have a Sergeant Alvin C. York uh, park. I'm just joking. I love Pow Mau, yes. We can include Pow Mau in there. I don't know if they have internet down there, though. At least not internet good enough to support this show. What kind of are they still on dollar? I think so. I guess someone's actually at honestly, relative right now to get off the I'll phone. Tell you, I'll tell you the truth, honestly. Um, it has only been a few years, uh, maybe four, maybe a little bit more since uh, people were switched off of dollar. Some people I know for a fact, really. Yeah, so I'm in disbelief. Yeah, but now. Most of uh, Fentress County is uh, fiber optic. So there's a big push by Twin Lakes. I will give them credit for that to uh, push in uh, fiber optic and all that stuff. So, you know, there's that. But anyway, Clay, uh, we've made some changes. Um, I went over them with you. I basically, well, really, I didn't go over them. I just told you what we was going to do. I'm sorry. But um, we had been recording on Wednesday nights and giving people an episode on Fridays to enjoy over the weekend and it had gotten to the point between work and home life that it was just getting harder and harder for me to do an episode on Wednesday night, Wednesday nights that I felt was up to par with what we had been doing. I felt like our last few episodes I had rushed myself, not you. I had rushed myself and wasn't prepared so on and so forth. So we've switched our timing to record right now we're recording on Sunday and it will drop, it will drop on Monday morning uh, so basically, the biggest change is instead of getting something to listen to on to end your week, you get something to listen to to begin your week. So sure, sure. There's that. <laughs> so. um, yeah, man, that's good. I, I mean, I, I appreciate the change as well. I mean, I think I'd rather do these things on the weekends when I have more spare time to do nothing. Yeah. I mean, usually during the week, you know, you get off work and you're just kind of like, eh, I just want to relax. Whether it's just play some video games, watch TV, read a book, whatever. And, you know, but yeah, I think it's going to work out better this way. So, and plus, I just got back from my grandma. So I, I spent the weekend there, had, to, had a good time. Uh, I think my dogs enjoy going to my grandmother's more than I do. Now, listen, I love my grandmother. I love going there. She's great. But the thing is, like, when I get up in the morning, she literally has breakfast made for them first. <laughs> like, I, I'm playing a favoritism game against my dogs. So and she literally will. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, she made them some eggs and everything. So. You got she, oh, no, she made me eggs. She made me eggs and bacon, all that good stuff. So, yeah. Um, and lately, I've been playing some Sea of Thieves. I actually brought my Xbox with me and played at night. I, I was able to use my tether it to my cell phone, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So, um, they've added a lot more stuff to Sea of Thieves and just been playing with a wide array of different people. And it's just... They have done a great job. Rare's done a great job sticking with the game. It's just, it's just fun. I mean, I, it's just relaxing. But at the same time, you know, it's not called Sea of Friends either, as I said before, because <laughs> you will encounter assholes and, yeah, just terrible, terrible people. So, um, yeah. And uh, other than that, man, everything's been good. So what about you? Uh, 
you know, we had a COVID scare at work. Almost got quarantined for 14 days. That was awesome. Uh, but uh, it turns out everything was okay. Uh, when Once they did contact tracing and times and stuff, it ends up being it ended up being that we were in the clear. So I am still negative on the COVID, as is the rest of my office. And we're the entire IT department for the Pinterest County School System did not get shut down, which is probably a good thing. So there was that. Uh, other than that, Clay, I have uh, tried my best to go through. I finished the Umbrella Academy Season 2 over the weekend. Um, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot more than the first season, although I did like the first season. I thought this one was a little more, um, I don't know, a little more exciting, I guess. I know you had said that it was a little slow and you never finished the first season. Am I right? Yeah. what I was thinking? Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this one a lot more. Um, it's pretty crazy. I mean, if you've watched the first season, you kind of know what you're getting into, and it's just more of that in the second. It has a good cliff, cliffhanger at the end to set up the third season. Uh, have you checked out High Score on Netflix? I have not. I watched the uh, High Score is a docu-series that traces the history of classic video games featuring insights from the innovators who brought these world, worlds and characters to life. That's straight from the high score page. Is this, uh, is this funded by Billy Mitchell from uh, uh, no, or whatever? I, kept, I actually kept, ex- kept, kept on expecting him to show up in here, but he does not. Um, I'm three episodes in. Um, of course, the first episode deals with the boom and bust. Uh, the second one is uh, dealing with Nintendo... And the third one was the big role-playing craze that had had gotten started in that time frame, too. Uh, so that's where I've made it. Uh, the next one's one I'm really interested in. It's the Sega Nintendo uh, War. They call it This Is War is the episode's name. But uh, And then there's one on the, you know, the whole fighting game craze and the Mortal Kombat thing. And then the last one is uh, the Push Into 3D is at episode 6. So I'm halfway through it. Uh, it's uh, really enjoyable. I mean, I you know I like stuff like this, so it's enjoyable for me. But um, if you have any interest in the history of video games, I would suggest giving it a shot. What you uh, think of Lovecraft Country? I was about to talk about it. Um, I enjoyed the first episode. It follows, I haven't finished it. I got um, halfway through and I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> it, it follows along nicely with the book. There are some minor changes, nothing too major. I mean, you know, anytime you're doing an adaption like this or you're watching an adaption of a book, you can, you know, you're, you're going to see some changes that are made between each. But um, first episode's really good. Um, I, I like how it deals with the, uh, you know, Lovecraft was known for his um, kind of racist overtones in his books and stuff. And it's really dealt with in this. Uh, it's really good, though. I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. By the end of it, I was hooked. Um, it, I thought the opening was done very yeah. well. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. But I've got to go back and finish it. I'll, I will probably concentrate on it tonight and watch the second episode as well. Uh, I need to get back into uh, TV viewing. I've just, I've just been kind of either just, just playing a lot of Xbox. I mean, this the multiplayer games I've been in, getting involved in have just taken over, it seems like. But yeah. Um, over the weekend, of course, I did some reading as well. But, uh, yeah, I need to jump back in because it seems like there's a lot of stuff consumed TV-wise. My goal is to – I still haven't finished the the book, the Love, Lovecraft Country book. My goal is to 
finish it before the series ends. So I've really got to pick up some steam on it. But um, I think the next, I think I'll be good for the next episode too, as far as 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 far as in as I am in the book. So we'll see though, because you know how that goes too. But um, highly recommended so far. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I realize it's only one episode, but um, it hit it hit my expectations and probably went a little bit above what I was hoping for. You know what I'm saying? Just from just from yeah. what I've read so far in the book. So uh, it's real good. Um, Clay, I'm still trying to read a backlog of comic books. I did manage to read the first three issues of Empire. And I'm digging it pretty good. I would recommend it. It's a fun little war, I guess, that's going on. Um, I didn't know much about the Co- Kotati, I believe is their name. I could be saying wrong. Or Kotax? No, 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 no. But, um, that's a very interesting name. I'm surprised lot, that they're not going to get sued for that. A lot, of, uh, a lot of subterfuge happening throughout and back and forth and stuff. Uh, there's a lot of characters to deal with in this, and I think they're doing a good job of juggling it. Just in the main, again, I'm not going out, out of my way and picking up any of the you know, tie-in issues or anything like that. Um, I think I learned my lesson for that. Was it? I think it was Civil War where I tried to collect every tie-in issue and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, man, these and, events with comic books are yeah. just exhausting. Like, I say that right now. I was like, I'm not collecting it. I mean, I was like, you know, old self have been picking up Empire like left and right, but... I'm proud of myself for staying away from it. At the same time, though, X-Men have got their own little summer adventure coming out with this yeah, whole X, X of Swords. Swords. Yeah, I'm like, oh, God, but Hickman's writing it. So I'm like, hey, Hickman's God, writing it. Isn't, isn't it self-contained anyway within the X-Men stuff? I it think. is. I'm already collecting it anyway. Yeah. So it's so, like, yeah. I mean, we're good on it. But, you know, at the end of, you know how it is at the end of each uh, yeah, episode, each issue of Empire, it'll have a checklist of everything. And, dude, it is ridiculous. I don't know if it's as bad as, you know, I think Civil War was the baddest one for the amount of tie-ins. And, like, remember all the little mini-series they did and stuff that went along with that, too? Yep. And all that. Um, I don't know if it's quite as bad as that, but there's a lot. And I'm like, I just want to read the core stuff and, you know, give me the story. And that's what I'm, so that's what I'm doing. So there's that. Um, we had touched on this a little bit. Clay, did you get a chance to check out the Avengers beta? I did not. Um, I have played mm, about an hour of it. I'm trying to play enough to unlock the multiplayer. Um, it's okay. It's a brawler, pretty much. Um, and you know, when they first showed it off, they, everybody's talking because the first thing they showed off was the San Francisco stuff where they blow up the uh, Golden Gate Bridge and you're playing through all the Avengers, each different Avenger. That's what you're, that's what this beta is, at least at the beginning. So I played through all that. Um, everybody feels okay. I don't know. The Hulk felt kind of weird. He didn't feel as powerful as you you would expect him to be. He does some cool stuff though. But I mean, um, the, uh, probably my favorite. Josh had asked me who my favorite to play with was, and it was probably either Captain America or surprisingly Black Widow. But I'm gonna say with the Black Widow one. When you're fighting with her, you fight against the Taskmaster, and it's a really cool whole, just a whole sequence with him, and I think that was more to do with that than just using Black Widow in general, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, once you finish the Golden Gate Bridge part, it, it does a five, I believe it's a five-year jump, 
What's that remind you? And then uh, all the Avengers have been disbanded, and AIM has come in and taken over, and uh, you and Miss Marvel, you are, okay, I'm sorry, not you, uh, Miss Marvel, who is Kamala Khan, by the way, and uh, Bruce Banner are trying to find Tony Stark, and that's where I made it to. I don't think I've hardly made it far enough yet to unlock the multiplayer, which is frustrating. I hate it when they hide or they lock multiplayer behind a play wall like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you got to go so far before you can unlock the multiplayer. Just let me play the multiplayer, you know? So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it really swung my feelings one way or another about purchasing it. You know what I'm saying? But um, it, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. And I think it would be, it, it could possibly be funner in a multiplayer in the war table stuff. I don't know how much I would dig the uh, single player because basically all I did in the in the sequence I did was just run through and beat the crap out of stuff. So yeah. you know what I'm saying. It had uh, there was some quick time events with Black Widow, but I mean other than that, it was pretty much standard uh, 3D brawler type of thing. So we'll see, um, and we'll try to go back and finish it tonight and at least unlock the multiplayer and go for that. And lastly, got another win in the war zone last night. Really? Congratulations. That's awesome. That's four wins. We are officially pro players, as I've said before. So if you need to recruit us to your team, (laughs) just let us know. I did find an interesting thing, though, Clay. I went in, I've dove down the deep, dark hole of Warzone loadouts. And because as you do the battle pass, you unlock guns that are preloaded and have special attachments and all that stuff to them, you know? Yeah, and so I've just been using them, and then I was then they were like, "You need to be using this and this." And so I started down this deep dark hole of doing loadouts, and I completely last night I leveled out, or the night before I leveled out the M4, and now I'm starting another one. And I can tell a huge difference when I'm using a pre-loaded out gun compared to a gun that I've loaded out. Of course, I'm going by whatever specs, whatever the meta is saying is hot right now is what I'm using. But man, it works. I mean, you can see a difference, and I, I feel like I can see a difference in my play. I had seven kills with a submachine gun last night, and that's the most I've ever, I mean, in a night. That's the most I've done in a night forever. So yeah. it's, it's just another deep, dark hole to go down. So, But I'm trying to break that because we're getting ready for some new games to come out. I don't think I'm going to purchase Avengers right now. I mean, I guess I'm a little annoyed about the whole Spider-Man bullshit controversy. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I'm going to buy it outright. I mean, I think I'm just going to still wait. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll probably wait go ahead. until it's very cheap. I'm interested. I want to get through this and see what uh, Miss Marvel plays like. Uh, get away from your core Avengers and see what some of the other ones play like, you know. So we'll see. I'll come back. Hopefully, I'm, I, well, I might be able to come back with a report on the war table part. It just depends because I think Brandon, out of that group, is the only one that finished, uh, got far enough into the demo to unlock the war table. So, and I'm not sure how much more I got. I'm just, it's still frustrating when they put that stuff behind a wall like that. Just let me play it. Yeah. So, uh, but that's about it for me, Clay. Anything else you want to uh, bring up? Got nothing else, man. All right. Uh, news-wise, um, really the only news happening was yesterday. Uh, there was some other stuff, but we're going to we're going to zero in and focus on some of this. Uh, they did the DC Fandom, I guess, event was yesterday. Um, I checked it out off and on throughout the day. 
because there was some of the stuff I was really wanting to see. I thought uh, they did a good job with it, by yeah. the way. I thought it was really well done. I had a little bit of a hiccup at first when they first went live with the Wonder Woman 84 stuff, um, but I finally got it going and was able to catch it. So let's start right there, Clay. Uh, Wonder Woman 84, we got a new trailer. What did you think? I liked it. Looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm sure excited. I think Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, or Barbara Minerva, I guess is her actual name. But anyway, um, I like the way she looks. Um, I'm excited to see how Pedro Pascal does as Maxwell Lord. Um, Chris Pine is Chris Pine. And they had that, that's pretty funny at the end with the fanny pack thing. You know, yeah. making fun of fanny packs never gets old. So um, I am excited for this, and I hope to go see it on October 2nd. Um, I know theaters are starting to open back up, but I'm still, I still don't know how comfortable I am going to a theater to watch a movie. So Same. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. That may be just because we're in the school system and everything is falling apart in the school system. Not really. I over-exaggerate, but we have had a lot of uh, stuff COVID-related happening there and so on and so forth. So I don't know. But anyway, getting back on track, um, it looks good. Um, I... I'm really excited for this movie. It's probably, I don't know, another movie we'll talk about in a minute actually has come in and I think really stole some of it. I don't know if it stole its thunder per se, but like really jumped to the top of my list after I watched it. Uh, Clay, you talked about this a little bit in, te in text the other day with a bunch of us. Uh, Gotham Knights yeah, was finally announced. Good. Now, Gotham Knights is from uh, WB Montreal. Who did a, who, which one of the Arkham games did they do? They did the Origins. They, yes. They did yes. the prequel. Um, so Gotham Knights centers around, uh, Batman being quote unquote dead and, uh, Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl and the Red Hood come in to, uh, help in Gotham basically. Yeah. It yeah. seems like there's going to be a little co-op missions, yeah, but I, it's, I don't know how much it's going to play like Arkham though. That's the thing. Yeah. Is it co-op mission? Is it only co-op missions or is it multiplayer through the whole campaign? I think it's you know? solo. I'm sure you can solo the stuff, but, um, it's just, it just, it seems like it's not set in the same Arkham universe. I don't what think I've it read. is. Um, I read something because you guys were talking about it the other day and it seems like I read something today that said it is not part of the Arkham universe this is a wholly separate game yeah so we'll see but man it looks like that arkham doesn't it yeah um i i was it looked pretty neat um i my eyes perked up when it showed that little uh, you only got a little taste of the co-op uh, at least that i remember seeing but uh, man when they went when they pulled in in the end and had the quarter valve stuff now that's where i was like oh man that looks cool because yeah. the, the quarter out quarter valves is some of my favorite Batman stuff of this new era. So, um, I don't know. Gameplay looked good. You don't get a lot. Uh, when it comes to these, it's just like any E3 trailer. You know, it's more sizzle than anything. But, I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited to see more of that. Uh, it's set for release, and it doesn't give an actual date. just 2021. So, man. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, okay, next up was the uh, Suicide Squad. And did you get to watch this stuff, Clay? Because it's yeah. bon it's bonkers. Um, didn't really have a trailer per se. They had a a cast reveal trailer and then a behind the scenes featurette, which gave away a little bit more. But man, this movie is stacked when it comes to uh, actors and actresses in it. Uh, I'm just gonna run down 
who's in this and who they're playing. And I'm sure this is not all of them, but you got Idris Elba as Bloodsport, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, John Cena as Peacemaker, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller, uh, Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang, Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg, David Dash, Dashmalchen, I just butchered that, I'm sorry, as Polka Dot Man, uh, Dan, Danielle. Mel Melkor, man, I'm butchering these, I'm sorry, as Ratcatcher 2, Steve Agee as King Shark, Sean Gunn as the Weasel, uh, Flua Borg as Javelin, Nathan Fillon as TDK, Peter Capaldi as the Thinker, Pete Davidson as Blackguard, Alice Braga as Salsoria, uh, Mayling Na as Mongol, Michael Rooker as Seventh, uh, Storm Reed as... Talia, which is Bloodsport's daughter, uh, Jennifer Holland as Amelia Harcourt, and Juan Diego Bato as Luna. Um, what do you think, Clay? Did this get you more excited for this than you were, or were you excited this about this before you saw this stuff? I don't really care. Are you, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to watch it like board? James Gunn, yeah. but okay. I just don't really, don't really care much about the DC Universe movies besides like Wonder Woman. So... It's like, eh, okay, cool. Man, why are we even talking about this stuff? <laughs> I mean, you wanted to talk about it. I was like, man, this should be a short podcast. You're like, no, who knew what we're talking about? I like this. I'm excited for the Suicide Squad. This looks yeah, really good. Good, then. And like you said, happy, that's all matters. James Gunn. I mean, James Gunn doing his thing. So, um, we'll see. Hold on, my computer's trying to restart. That would be terrible. There we go. Um, Milestone, Milestone Comics uh, Revival and a Static Shock comic book. Um, did you ever read much of the Milestone stuff back in the day? Nope, never did. I didn't either. Um, of course, Static Shock ended up, didn't he end up in the JLA DC? at one point or something like that? Seems like. I think so. Um, I, yeah, I never was. They never did nothing for me. Uh, Static Shock, and I think, wasn't there one called Hardware or something like that was the other one? Um, but anyway, so there's that's coming back, which is good. I'm all for that. Um, next up, Clay, this is the one you've been waiting on. Uh, the Snyder Cut was uh, finally revealed uh, with a, a little teaser. And it's going to be released in four hour-long chunks. Uh, Yay! You, 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 uh, dude, you I'm surprised. Me, you text me about this. this. Yeah. yeah, I saw it because it was on Twitter. But, dude, the people on here are all like, I think the DC like hardcore fans are really treating this like it's a sports event. Yeah. Like they're all like, yeah, Marvel's on the blah blah now, and I'm like, listen, like they're like trying to talk shit about Marvel's movies and all this stuff. I'm like, are, are you kidding me? But no. it's, it's whatever. It's annoying. I, um, I know you said it didn't really look any different. Uh, I watched it after you told me about it because I had been gone doing something, but. Um, I, I mean, you get a look at Dark Seed. I don't, I'm looking at the design right now, and I don't really care for it that much. Um, but really, I don't know. I mean, as I've said before, I'm interested in watching it just as a what is this thing type of deal. But um, I put out the, on the group page, I put a post out about it, and um, you know, any thoughts on it? And let me find it because Casey put out an excellent YouTube link to go watch uh, Film Theory. 
uh, film theory, uh, it's your fault. The Justice League Snyder Cut. Uh, if you want, I would go check out that uh, YouTube video. It's a little short, 15-minute one, but it pretty much sums up my thoughts and I'm pretty and uh, a lot of other people's thoughts on that. So um, I don't know. I'm going to watch this thing, but I do find it interesting. I hadn't thought much about it how they've cut this up into four-hour-long chunks, basically to get you to up to sign up for HBO Max for a month at least to get. Oh yeah, you know smart i hadn't really thought about that but it's smart so i don't know we'll see again i'm just not that big on it i want to see it just because of the curiosity in me but i don't think i think all these people that are thinking that it's going to be something amazing that's going to change what warner brothers is doing with their dc movies and stuff i think they're wrong and i'll be interested to see what their thoughts are after they finally see this thing oh and the good news is eventually you'll be able to watch it as one four-hour movie so there you go. Um, I, it's just I just can't believe like that people put, feel like this is going to save that movie. I no. mean, it's a train wreck, and yeah. it's amazing that there's but, so many people they're treating this like a it's like a conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's the weirdest damn thing. Well, the thing is, it the the DC EU to me has been a train wreck ever since they brought Zack Snyder on and did Man of Steel, and basically ruined Superman. You know what I'm saying? And it's just been a downhill slope from there. The, the the two things that he's got right, one of them you may disagree on, uh, one I know you'll agree, Wonder Woman was a great cast. You know what I'm saying? Great casting. Sure. Gal Gadot is great, and so on and so forth. Uh, the second one, I personally thought that the Ben Affleck Batman was pretty good. He's not my favorite Batman. I had some issues more with... Zack Snyder taking guns and putting it in his hands and stuff like that and saying it's okay to kill. That's not Batman. But, you know, that was an Affleck's decision anyway. So uh, that's the only things I can think of right off the top of my head. So we shall see. But uh, I thought as a whole, I thought Warner Bros. DC did a great job with this. It was actually very exciting and refreshing to get news on their the, properties the throughout the, the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, this, the Black Adam stuff that we're about to talk about. Did you see this? Um, no. So you know Black Adam. Uh, it's one of Captain Marvel's, uh, the DC, or I'm sorry, Shazam, if you want to go with that route. Uh, it's one of his, uh, uh, well, he's an anti-hero. It's kind of hard to explain. I'm not even going to try to explain. But um, I put Which The Rock is good at playing that. Well, they had some motion comics because they haven't even started filming this thing yet or anything. Uh, they're about to start filming, but they had they put out a couple motion comics. One of them gives you a little black story, a backstory on who Black Adam is, uh, and it's all done with Rock in character, so you get a feel for what it's going to look like. Um, I liked the design; uh, it got me a little bit more jazz for it. Uh, but what really got me excited is they're bringing in the Justice Society with this, so you're going to get Hawkman, Adam Smasher, and um, who's the other one? maybe was it green lantern i can't remember anyway uh they're going to be bringing in the justice society oh here it is hawkman dr fate uh and adam smasher as well as cyclone i can't remember who cyclone is right now but i don't know it looks good i'm excited we'll see i need to see more of this than a motion comic to really put judgment out but uh All i right. felt you know what i'm saying i felt pretty good with what they were talking about with the story and what they were trying to do and stuff so we shall see. Uh, again, I've got those posted on the pay group page if you want to check them out. Um, Rocksteady, 
we finally got the new Rocksteady game, which not surprisingly was Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Uh, it's a next-gen co-op game. Nice. I didn't realize it's co-op. I was wondering about that. Uh, what'd you think, Clay? Uh, I mean, it was just a trailer. It was just a CGI yeah. trailer. I mean, there was no gameplay showed, which I guess, I mean, it's not going to happen until 2022. Yeah, we're ways off from this one. God, I wonder how long they've been working on this then. I'm just yeah. very curious about that. But yeah, I mean, I, I love the stuff that Rockstar's done. But, I mean, I to me, that's kind of a day one buy. Yeah, just because of how impressive they were with the whole Batman series. I'll, like, I'm, it makes me want to go back through and play all the Batman games. Well, which I, I do have to them. say, uh, I'll give them credit. Uh, after I watched it today, I went and looked. I need to look on my Xbox, but Xbox because I can't remember. But it made me want to go back and play the old Arkham games. Um, and they're all three on sale in a bundle right now for fourteen ninety nine. By the way, if you want to get them, pick them up. Is it on the Xbox Summer Sale? Oh, uh, it might be. I can't remember. I know that DC was running a. Uh, Warner Brothers running a sale, you know, co- coinciding with this too. So yeah, there's that. But uh, 14.99 for all three Arkham games, and I believe it had most of the DLC with them. That's a great freaking deal right there. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I really liked this trailer though, Clay. It was fun. Uh, it felt, you know, it it felt good just watching it. It made me laugh quite a bit. I didn't realize that uh, who is it? Is it Mako or? King Shark, I don't want to say. King yeah. Shark is voiced by Samoa Joe of WWE fame. Really? That's cool. Yeah, did not realize that. So, um, I and, and it seems like it's playing up on the uh, first Su- Suicide Squad movie. You know what I'm saying? Because Harley's mm-hmm. got that look and Captain Boomerang's got that look. So, we'll see. Uh, really excited, but unfortunately, we have to wait till 2022. Golly. Um... Before I roll into this last one, real quick, Clay, I want to touch on uh, the Flash stuff, which they don't have in this article. Uh, concept art. So they did a Flash panel. Again, they haven't started filming, of course, so you know you don't have no new footage or anything like that. But they did they did reveal some concept art that shows a new Flash suit, which I'm jazzed about because I hate that DCEU Flash suit. I just don't like it at all. Right. Um, and of course we got the news this week that, uh, Ben Affleck was returning to, uh, this movie on top of that. Of course, there's the Michael Keaton stuff. So this movie's turned out to be, uh, pretty, I'm excited pretty about hot, the possibility you know? of the multiverse. Yeah. Yes. I'm really excited about that. I think if it'd be they, cool. If they do this right, if they keep it out of Zack Snyder's hands and let these people do what they're wanting to do. We're in good shape. I really like, I, you know, um, so they're saying that uh, at the Ben Affleck Batman is going is more or less a um, father figure for this Flash, uh, Ezra Miller. I completely forgot what's trying to Barry Allen, Barry Allen, and that's where and he does the redesign on his suit and all this stuff. So. Um, I'm pretty excited. I mean, you don't get a lot of news, but I mean, come on, we got Michael Keaton coming back, and like you said, the multiverse. Um, we'll see. Again, it's not much to see, but uh, anytime I get a new Flash suit that takes place, that one piece of crap that they got now, I'm all for it. <laughs> I just don't like that, dude. It's like just chunks. Fucking of, hate it. Dude, pretty much. Chunks of metal. Or, I don't know if you call it metal, but anyway, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so we had that. And then we'll close out with a big one. Uh, they dropped the first Batman trailer. 
What'd you think? Eh? I mean, eh? Like, really off the bat? I was like, okay, whatever. I think I'm just tired of Batman. You think so? Have you had Batman overexposure? I think so. I enjoyed it. That's This is the one I was talking about. Um, I didn't know where it was going to go and stuff, but I liked the feel and the dark and gritty and the whole, hey, this is a detective movie first that's going on. So um, it's shot up there pretty high on my list. Um, it says it's only around 25% complete right now, and they, they're getting ready to start production back up, which you get a pretty good look at the movie for it only being 25% complete. Although we did not see Colin Farrell's penguin at all, did we? I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm excited that it's the Riddler and Penguin and it's not the yeah. Joker. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Sure. So That's great. And Zoe Kravitz is the Catwoman. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I come away. I, first of all, I'm a big fan of Matt Reeves. His uh, uh, Planet of the Apes stuff was great. I love those movies. Um, so it's got that going for it. Um, and uh, it's a younger Batman, you know, the year one stuff happening. So it's some, hopefully it'll be something different. I don't know. We'll see. I would love to see one that is more, although he did beat the crap out of a lot of dudes in that preview. Yeah. That one, just that one dude where he just beat him into the ground, just kept on. I was like, dang. Yeah, this is what, year so, two, right? This is what they said, year two? Was it year Batman? two? I can't remember if it was year two or year one, but either way. Um, I'm excited. We'll see where it goes from here. So, Clay, that pretty much wraps it up. There's a few other things uh, not included in here and I didn't get to look into. I wanted to check out the Sandman panel that they held, but I did not get to. Um, and I think that was the only other one. They had a, uh, they did one on the multiverse and all that stuff, but I didn't want to do that deep of a dive into it. So, Clay, overall, coming out of this thing, you feeling better about DC, uh, the DCEU in general, I guess? than what we were, say, right after the Justice League come out? I mean, I'm excited for their video games. I'm not as pumped about their movies. Like I said, I'm pumped about Wonder Woman, and I'd watch a Flash movie, but uh, I don't really care. I mean, Batman's Batman, whatever. I mean, so, I'll yeah. watch it. But So they're going to have to earn you back, I guess, is what I'm looking for. You know what I'm I saying? so, yeah. You know, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty jazzed. Uh I always was a DC fan. I'm still waiting on my Green Lantern movie, though, or TV show or something. Come on. Give me my Green Lantern. But they're going to have another one of these in September because they're cutting it up into chunks. And I think next, the one in September covers more of the TV stuff and all that. So we'll just sit back and wait and see. Uh, Clay, that, that's it, though, for that. So let's move on into some emails. We have, let me pull up the email tab. We got three emails this week. Would you prefer one from Glenn first or one from Josh? Uh, from Josh. Go ahead. Okay. So Josh sends one in. Uh, so let's talk about Endgame, um, Avengers Endgame. There's a huge funeral for Tony Stark, but nothing for Natasha Romanoff. Does that make you a little angry slash disappointed? Why Why would that make me angry or disappointed? I think because they had a funeral for Tony Stark and there was never no mention of Natasha after she died. Yeah. So, uh, but the thing is, 
it didn't really make me too angry because I knew they're making a movie with her. So, you know, but I think, well, look at, look at the uh, aftershocks though. Look at uh, the next Spider-Man movie after this, how the world celebrated or mourned the passing of Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, cause I mean, he was it, right? I mean, he was like the first big quote unquote hero in the Marvel universe that the people in their universe knew. And he saved the world, but people don't realize that Natasha, if she hadn't sacrificed herself, right, sure, you know, they they never would have uh, gotten that Infinity Gem and been able to save the world. Right, but also go back and look at Iron Man's role, though, in right. the Marvel no, Cinematic Universe he's, as a whole. He, though he's the ultimate hero in the in the Marvel. MCU. Yeah, he's yeah. popular. He yeah. saves that bomb from New York City in the first Avengers. I mean, yeah, he's the asshole that kind of gets everybody against Cap and stuff like that. But he was, you know, in his mind, he was trying to save the world, he may prepare be, the world. He may be an asshole, but he's the asshole that you love. Right. But I'm just saying, I mean, I get it. I, what Natasha did was heroic, no doubt. But I mean, well, now, you know, uh, so, but they do talk about now, I, uh, it just completely slipped my mind. But anyway, they do show remorse for what happened with Natasha and stuff after they get back. Don't forget that Hulk threw a bench across a lake you know, when they were out there all sad. So, it's not like they didn't I think they just I think it's, uh, of course you don't have time to mourn though when you think about it because as soon as they got back, you know, here comes Thanos. So I mean, I don't feel too bad for Hulk I mean, Hulk's the one who ran away from Natasha That's true. He's the dipshit asshole that decided just to peace out on her that's true. That's, that's true. It's not cool. So, not cool, man. But I mean, uh, if anything, I don't think it really makes me angry. Might be a little disappointment in there, but I wasn't really angry about it. Even now, I don't think. I don't know, I guess it would make me angry because they even brought up the kid from Iron Man three that that's everybody true. forgot about to show. <laughs> show like, I'll never, I'll never forget all of us sitting there like, who is that dude? And then fi- was it you that finally figured oh, out? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, it wasn't Brandon being like, "Is that Joe Biden?" Joe Biden. <laughs> sure, Brandon. This is an emotional moment. Literally, ten years of buildup, and he wants to sit there. People are all—you can tell people are crying, teary, yeah. teary yeah, stuff definitely. like that. Here's Brandon being like, "Who's that, Joe Biden?" People are like <laughs> trying to kill Brandon. Brandon didn't realize it. Everybody just really wanted to kill him. Oh man, good times. Yep. Uh, here's part two of Clay or Clay of Josh's uh, email. Um, Crocodile Family Expansion. He wants to know how excited are you guys on a scale of 1 to 10 that Bendy Irwin is having a baby? Do you know what's weird is the, the guy that she got married to, I know her parents. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, no shit, because they would not shut up about the stories about Bendy and stuff. But uh, they're in the uh, artificial grass business as well, so I see them. And actually, i got to give him a call on Monday to talk about a project, but... Uh, uh, they do really good. Uh, that's really good uh, projects in Tampa. Uh-huh. They've got huge crews. They take care of Tampa, and Miami. But yeah, that's they were like, oh, we know Bendy. Bendy's engaged to our son. Yay! And now, of course, they're married and got a kid. But yeah, I'm really happy for it. That's awesome. Would you, on a one to ten scale, what would you give it? What he <laughs> wants to know? How excited are you for? For this baby <laughs> on a one to guess, ten scale, I guess uh, eight or nine, man. Eight or nine. 
But you, oh, yeah. you've got you've got more in this one because you know the parents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know the parents, but so, I'm not like intimate with the parents. I know, but like what I'm saying is it's that it's not like I'm gonna be like, hey guys, are you guys open <laughs> for a gangbang at your but, house or something? I'm not that close with them. What I'm saying is though, I mean, you've got a little bit more attachment to it because you know the parents, and so that makes it you know just a little bit more. And I think me, everyone has an attachment to it because it's Steve Irwin's daughter. Steve guess, Irwin was guess, a wholesome guy. He was. He was a great guy. I give it a five just because this kind of stuff does not excite me like it used to. So, you Dude, know, wouldn't it suck, though, if we found out that, you know, what, who, who it was a stingray that killed him, right? Yes. Yeah. What if we find out that there's more to this than just that stingray just so happened to kill him? What if we found out that Steve Irwin actually, you know, pissed off the dad of the stingray <laughs> and this was like a revenge attempt? This is, this is a shitty attempt at humor, by the way, involving the man's what death. Was that? No, what was the South Park episode that we used to uh, talk about? Uh, we'll put a thumb in his butt all Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That and Russell Crowe fighting across the world. Yeah. Hello, Tiger. Yeah. Tiger. Yeah. God bless you, South Park. Oh, I love South Park. Or used to. It's just not, it doesn't seem as funny to me anymore. Uh, anyway. Go watch it, man. It's, it's okay. still good. Yeah, I need to check it out again. Okay. Next up, we got one from Glenn. Uh, MCU Wolverine is the subject. All right. Sorry I missed you guys last week. Don't mean to disappoint. Been busy keeping children safe, and I had a COVID scare and had to isolate. Totally hey, understand that. Totally hope understand. you stay, respect what you do, and just keep them children safe. safe. It's, it is hey, a tough job. I know that. You are the fact. Captain America of our hearts. Always. Always. Or in this case, Wolverine, if you want to be Wolverine. Uh, fortunately, it was negative. I uh, hope you guys are well. Uh, question this week involves the incorporation of the X-Men and specifically Wolverine into the MCU. Do you guys think a skeleton will be Automanium or will they retcon Automanium and have the skeleton be Vibranium? From Wakanda to more easily work his character into an existing MCU, which has never mentioned Automanium, but has the miracle metal Vibranium, which could easily be made to do all things that... Automanium does. Uh, interested in your thoughts. Uh, I could see that happening if somehow Disney were able to get control of Wolverine over Fox. If they, Let's say, for instance, they never bought Fox right. and kind of do what they had to do with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. So, you know, what Marvel did with, with them is yeah. they didn't really say that they were mutants. We all know they're mutants. Right. But they, they retconned them in the comics. They're no longer Magneto's children and, you know, this and that and whatever. And they're, you know, they're technically... Not mutants. I, I don't know. I hope that they don't. Um, well, they're not going to with this. I mean, the thing is, I, I, mean, I mean, now that they have the rights to Wolverine and X Men again, yeah, they have they'll the run wild with it. But does that mean they will? I hope you're right. Um, I, I wouldn't expect them to. I mean, uh, Automanium's so it, tied to Wolverine. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you don't have a choice. I mean, literally tied to him, but you know what I mean? Um, I don't. I, I don't think it would go over well if you were to change that retcon. No, they won't. I think then, they'll be if if they did it in the movies. And just think about the freaking backlash they get if they went to comic books and retcon that crap from there too. You know, so I, I, it's it's. I don't think it, I don't think they will either. Um, Clay has a side question. He says, "Do you think vibranium and or automanium could stop a lightsaber?" I don't know. It's a tough question, isn't it? I have no idea. I'm going to... Um, mm. No, I mean, because there's other things. Mm. I mean, you... Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I 
I mean, Magneto easily was able he to ripped it out of Wolverine. Yeah. He literally turned it into metal. Yeah. I don't. That is a tough. I'm going to say whatever the writer wants to do. Yeah, that's a good good answer. I'm going to say no, just because. I'm just saying no. That's what I'm going with. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's my final question. Answer. All right, Clay. That's it for emails this week. Um, Real quick, let's look back at some uh, geek history, which there is none on, um, none that I could really find. But I did, I managed to dig some stuff up here. Um, Let me find the right one. Where's one I'm looking for? Here we go. Okay. We're going to go over to the 80stees.com page because they have some good uh, nostalgic type of crap on there. Uh, as soon as it'll pull up here, just real quick. So, here's some movies that come out on this day. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Teen Wolf. The okay. original Teen Wolf. Great movie. Come out in 1985. Um, let me get down. Better Off Dead with John Cusack. Come out this day on this day and not that's two great movies in on the same day in 85 uh, let me get down through here there's a couple more uh, one of my all-time favorites uh, horror movies uh, the night of the creeps come out on this day in 1986 i rented that movie constantly as a kid one of the great vhs covers uh the tagline at the beginning says good the good news is your dates are here the bad news is they're dead <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 come out on this day in 1986 as well. Uh, Man, what a crazy movie that was. And we're going to, I believe, leave it at... Oh, wait a minute. Here you go. Oh, no, that's yesterday. I'm sorry. Yesterday, uh, The Legend of Zelda was released, Clay. There you go. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's some uh, fun little moments in geek history. Because uh, my website that I've been going to has been failing me on that. So there's that. Now, Clay, as always, we're going to end this episode with a question from the science fiction and fantasy book. Um, what level of difficulty would you like this week, my friend? Oh, the hardest difficulty, please. All right. I'm going to choose a page. I'm going to try to keep away from a page we've been. Okay. I have chosen general knowledge, true or false. Pick a number between 1 and 10. Uh, 10. Okay, you have a 50-50 chance, so I'm feeling good about this. A live, a live action film based on Anne McCaffrey's Pern novels has never been produced. Is that true or false? True. Hold on, I'm, sw- I, I'm switching to the answers right now. Quiz 88. You are correct, my friend. You Unless it's like some correct. dumb shit on BBC, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Clay, that's it for this week. Um, thank you for joining me, and thanks for uh, doing this time change with me. I feel like we're going to have a, a better, crazier podcast if it can get crazier. But because uh, I've just been so worn out on those Wednesday night ones and trying to push through, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Clay, with that, is there anything else you would like to bring up before we get out of here? Uh, nah, man. We're good. Awesome. So, Clay, as always, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there. And please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 
or any of the other streaming sites you use would be wonderful. Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. You can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram it's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, Clay, where can everybody find you on these social medias? You can find me on Twitter at SweetJJ and the number one, the letter S. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter as well at Jason76Z. And with that, we are out. Yeah.